Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The following is a presentation of the Q Radio Network. You're listening to Better Life Than Dead. I believe it's a big challenge for our building um, to keep things in perspective and, and to, um, if we're going to get addicted to anything, let's get addicted to the process. And with that, we welcome you to Trust the Podcast, powered by Better Live Than Dead and the Gear Radio Network. This is episode number 49, week five, Buffalo Bills versus the Tennessee Titans. You can hear us, this podcast, and more on betterlivethandead.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, YouTube, uh, and wherever else you listen to podcasts, you can get this podcast. I am Ryan Wolf at WolfBLTD, joined on the IndyCard Media Hotline by the man himself, the man on the mend. Brayton Wilson at BJ Wilson WGR. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing well, Ryan. What's happening with you? Not much, man. It's a victory. It is a victory Tuesday here on Trust the Podcast. And it's a good victory Tuesday, not to mention because the Buffalo Bills, after a very hard fought 14 to 7 victory over the Tennessee Titans and what felt like a home game. I'll tell you what, those Bills fans traveled very well. Uh, the Buffalo Bills rebound from that first loss against the New England Patriots, which they easily could have won. Wouldn't that have been crazy? Uh, and they come back to into Tennessee, and the defense does their job. The offense does just enough. They're four and one heading, heading into a bye week. And Brayton, before we dive in head first, what are your just immediate surface thoughts on the fourteen to seven victory, as mentioned, over the Tennessee Titans? Well, I mean, it wasn't pretty to necessarily take. You know, a fourteen seven game would be pretty ever, but. I mean, it it was certainly a very good defensive battle at both ends of the field, especially for the Bills, who, uh, I mean, it was, I think, 225 yards or something like that of total offense for the Titans and getting to Marcus Mariota five times. Just the defense has shown week in and week out what they're capable of doing and just how good they really are under Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier, leading them for a third consecutive season and just going to show also what some consistency will be able to do for you uh, with with the same players and the same system and the same coordinator and, and head coach being there for a long time, this Bills defense is I mean I mean maybe not the best in the NFL, but certainly is maybe one of the more formidable ones and probably right up there in the top three, top five of the league. But uh, they they did not give the Titans very much to work with throughout the game. They restricted Derrick Henry, Deion Lewis. Uh, outside of that one tight end screen that they went for 57 yards, I thought they contained the passing game very well, uh, too. And, I mean, you could just go back to the games against New England, go back to the games against Cincinnati and the Jets and the Giants, and just some of the there, – there's not a lot of negatives you can point out from those other games, and, and the Bills' defense is, is averaging what is right now going to be uh, on pace to be a record for the fewest points per game allowed in a season, which is absolutely incredible given uh, the the slow start that they had last year. And then, you know, towards the end of last year, they bounced back and they showed what they can be. But this year, so far, so good for the Bills' defense and what they've been able to show through five weeks. 
And we'll switch it up a little bit because I did have the defense. We're going to talk about them second, talk about the offense first. But since you mentioned the defense, we'll change it up here on the fly. Uh, the defense, as you mentioned, they they were they went to work once more uh, against the Tennessee Titans. They allowed 252 total yards, 150 passing, 102 rushing. They are currently allowing 275 yards per game. That is second in the NFL. On Sunday, they had five total sacks. Jordan Phillips had three himself. Uh, Lorenzo Alexander and Dale Johnson both had a sack as well. They totaled three pass deflections and allowed only seven points, as mentioned. That means that they are allowing 14 points per game, third in the NFL right now. Now, Brayton, with it being the bye week, we like to look at some projections. So defensively, uh, Tremaine Edmonds uh, currently leads the Buffalo Bills in tackles. He's on pace right now for 112 total tackles. Uh, Trey White is leading the Buffalo Bills in interceptions. He currently is on pace for six. And Jordan Phillips, the leading sack getter, is on pace for 12.8 sacks this season. So uh, 13, I guess you could say. Uh, Not bad for a guy the Buffalo Bills picked up uh, after the Miami Dolphins didn't want him a couple seasons ago. So again, defensively, the Buffalo Bills look fantastic. For me, Brayton, uh, moving quickly on to the second of the third of, of the three big things this week, the offense, again, looks like they were... Walking with concrete shoes. It seemed like at some points in times they were they were rolling well. Other points in times you just really weren't sure what direction they were trying to move in. Yeah, I mean the offense hasn't looked brilliant. They haven't looked, you know, anything flashy, but uh I mean Josh Allen outside of, you know, the Patriots game has gotten the job done to an extent. He's made some mistakes, obviously. Some of them have been very glaring and uh, and, and the mistakes that we definitely did not want to see coming from his rookie season that he was making. But he's getting the ball down the field. They're making some good offensive play calls here and there that are that are making a factor in these games. And, um, you know, it's just up and down, you know, from here on out. It's, it's going to have to be much better than it already has. But to this point, it's been good. It's been bad. There's been a lot of in-between. Uh, but, I mean – they're still winning football games. They're still four and one for a reason. I know the defense has had a huge factor in that, but I mean, I mean, I know it's been five games, and maybe my memory should be better than this. But I don't think the Bills have had a defensive touchdown yet this year, or a special teams touchdown yet. So uh, their offense is doing something right, and they're getting them the, the scores that they need to be able to win hockey games. And that's that's you're able to say something about that just because. Uh, you know, when the defense is taking, you know, is doing their job, the offense has to be able to cash in and do their job to be able to put points on the board enough to win football games. And I think they're doing that. I mean, the drive where they went up 14 to seven, that was a very well executed drive to be able to get them up that point. And, and again, Duke Williams just coming in and, and, uh, and, you know, in his first game being, being a monster for four catches and 29 yards, which doesn't sound like much, but, I mean, he's a big guy that comes in and, and immediately makes an impact on the offense. And again, Josh Allen's doing what he needs to do to put points up. And, li- you know, he has, obviously has to limit the mistakes, but he's doing enough. Frank Gore's come in and he's been a solid addition to the offense. Uh, Devin Singletary, when healthy, has looked pretty dynamic. And, you know, the receiving options have been pretty good, especially at tight end. Nothing that we expected, especially with guys like Dawson Knox and Tommy Sweeney coming in and being effective. So uh, the offense has a lot of work to do. There's still a lot of ground to, to be covered with them being able to turn things around, but the defense is giving the offense plenty of opportunity to, to cash in on chances to win some football games. And for four out of the five games that have been played so far, the Bills have been able to do that, and they're 4-1 and one for a reason. 
Now you mentioned there a minute ago, you mentioned hockey. I heard you say that to, to win a hockey game. It's okay. Hockey's back. Oh, We're very okay. excited about it. <laughs> Listen, I've got hockey on my mind a lot. And, and in addition That's okay. to football, but trying to, trying to go between this podcast and also the, the saber cast is, uh, That's okay. sometimes it just gets my mind mumble jumbled and everything. Now, now looking at the offense, Brayden, for mine, with all these stats I have in front of me, it's another week where the offense really did appear to lack cohesion, despite doing enough to win at some point in time, you're going to want that offense to click. Now, uh, obviously Josh Allen returned Sunday after leaving last week's game. So week four's game against New England with a concussion. He was not terrible. I mean, 23 for 32. That's what you want to see. 219 passing yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Again, another interception, which we don't, um, don't really like the the trend that, that is heading in, but uh, he also had ten rushes for twenty seven yards. As of today, Baker Mayfield threw two more interceptions on Monday Night Football against the San Francisco Forty ers so he leads the NFL with eight interceptions. Uh, Jared Goff, Matt Ryan, and Josh Allen are tied for second with eight interceptions thrown. Um, you mentioned Duke Williams as well. He made his NFL debut on Sunday. You did mention the four catches, twenty nine yards, and a touchdown. The big story here is that Duke Williams only trailed John Brown. Uh, John Brown played 53 of 65 snaps uh, in offensive snaps by a wide receiver. Duke Williams played 51 of 65 and recently traded Zay Jones, only played one offensive snap. So it really seemed like Sunday was the opportunity for Duke Williams to show that he could play uh, in an NFL game and be effective. I mean, four for 29, not not a whole lot, but that one touchdown is big. Um, so that, that certainly helped the Buffalo Bills out in, in their 14-7 to victory. Uh, as, as for Zay Jones, though, he was traded to the Oakland Raiders on Monday night, Chris Mortensen reports on Twitter that the Buffalo Bills received a 2021 fifth round pick um, in his Buffalo Bills career and his NFL career. Zay Jones, a former second round pick, uh, he ended up starting 36 games, playing in 20 or st- starting 27. I apologize, playing in 36 games, uh, 90 receptions, 194 targets, only 1,037 yards, and nine touchdowns. He had a catch rate of 46.4%. Not very good for a guy who, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Brayton, he led the he has the uh, NCAA record for for like most receptions or something like that. Is that correct? Yeah, something like that. Most receptions in SBS history, something like that. So again, it's it's something where you look at it and you think to yourself, okay, hey, you know, he should be able to catch the football. But unfortunately, he's he's somewhat struggled with that. Um, so at, at this point, oh wow! Um, sorry, I was just reading something. There's 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 potentially big news in, in Major League Baseball that I can mention to you in just a second here. Um, but Duke Williams, his availability uh, on the practice squad, and then Zay Jones's inability to to catch the ball. Uh, effectively, really, it, it, I mean, it's not even like, you know, there were some passes that Josh Allen probably wanted back, but there were also some catches that Zay Jones definitely wanted back. Uh, and at this point, they're moving forward, Duke Williams and Zay Jones and now an Oakland Raider. But looking at uh, looking at the offensive projections, we talked about defense. Now we're going to talk about offense. Josh Allen on pace for 62.6% completion, which is what he's at right now. So the, the projection there kind of stays the same. Uh, but he's on pace for 3,590 passing yards, 16 touchdowns, which is not bad, but 22 interceptions. Those are, you want to definitely cut down on those because at some point in time that will come back to hurt you. Um, you got Frank Gore on pace for 1,066 rushing yards and six touchdowns. And then the two big offseason acquisitions, John Brown, uh, both big free agent signings, I should say. He's on pace for 125 targets, 90 receptions, 1,248 yards and three touchdowns. And Cole Beasley on pace for also 125 targets, 86 receptions, 854 yards, and he does not yet have a touchdown, so they have not projected him any touchdowns. But right now, again, 
Um, the Buffalo Bills offense is is looking uh, a little better. I mean, there's there there's certainly uh, room for improvement, that's for sure. But um, the defense has been great. The defense has bailed the offensive out. They're the offense out. The offense certainly there was that one game where the the offense did their job and they were able to win late. Whatever. But the offense needs to be better in the second half of the season for sure. If the Buffalo Bills, I mean, granted they're four and one. They're they're looking they're looking pretty comfortable right now uh in the afc playoff picture which we'll talk about in just a few minutes um but the, uh, again they they have to they have to make sure that they can they can minimize the mistakes on offense and and just let josh allen be effective and let josh allen do his thing and and, and i think he's got to get better obviously at sliding but he also has to get better with his decision making as to as to when to say okay you know i'm just gonna roll out and run out of bounds for a one yard gain or a two yard loss or whatever it may be because you can't try to force it, which a lot of those interceptions have been him trying to force passes. So hopefully we see that change uh, throughout the season. But right now, at this point, uh, things are going well in Buffalo for the Bills. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, the schedule has been very favorable for the Buffalo Bills up to this point. I mean, they've played uh, a few teams that have had very terrible starts to their season. Uh, they've had a matchup with the Patriots, which they competed in and they were able to stick with for, I mean, I mean, for throughout the entire contest, it seemed like they were never without a distance from the Patriots of being able to come back and beat them. But, uh, you know, the, the schedule has been very favorable. It's going to get favorable with three straight home games out of the bye, especially against teams like the Dolphins and the Redskins. The Eagles will be a little bit of a tough challenge, but they certainly look formidable and uh you know throughout the rest of the season it's playing out where they are going to be playing some teams that have struggled to start the season now obviously things can change as the season goes on for some of these teams but as of right now the way their schedule looks and the the way that some teams have looked the bills with their defense especially and the way their offense can come up in the clutch when they have to they certainly seem like a group that can win a lot of these games and can, can continue to put up wins and put up great efforts offensively, defensively, however you want to shake it out, and put themselves in a great position to not only get themselves back in the playoffs, but also have a chance even still compete for the AFC East and win the division and fight for a chance to play a home playoff game for the first time in, in several years. So Things are still looking good for the Bills at this point, and uh, and hopefully as the season goes on, things will continue to trend in the uh, upward direction. Things will smooth out offensively. The defense can continue to play as strong as they have. And moving forward, this Bills team, there's a lot to look forward to moving in towards uh, moving in towards this kind of. I know we haven't reached the halfway point of the season, but you know, heading in towards the second half of the season and out of the bye week, especially. Yeah, looking at the Buffalo Bills right now, I'm trying to get their, their the NFL website is always just a, a nightmare whenever you're trying to navigate to do anything positive on it. Um, you mentioned the Miami Dolphins out of the break. There, there are a lot of teams that the Buffalo Bills should be able to beat. Just looking at the second half of the season, um, I'm trying to get. I mean, you look at Miami, Philadelphia, Washington, Cleveland, Miami, Denver. Those games right there, you should be able to to maybe all but Philadelphia should be a, almost an almost guaranteed victory. I mean, Cleveland has been Cleveland is is powerful, but um, offensively they they have no offensive line. Uh, 
the run game is is incredible, but Baker Mayfield is struggling mightily. Uh, we saw right. the defense get lit up as well for over 200 and I think 260 or 70 rushing yards last night on Monday Night Football. So again, you look mm-hmm. at the schedule, though, you run down, you look at Miami, like I said, Washington, um, Cleveland is below 500, Miami, Denver. Um, you've got Baltimore around 500, Pittsburgh's below 500, and the Jets are below 500. The Bills should have no problem. As long as they win the games they're supposed to win, they should be able to get the 10 wins easily. Um, right. Again, that's I know that's being being positive and, and, and trying to, to, to look ahead and say, yeah, you know, uh, if this, then that, which is very difficult in the National Football League. Uh, but just looking at how the Bills have played so far and how other teams have not played so far or how poorly they've played so far, um, things are looking up for the Buffalo Bills, as we mentioned. Now, before, yeah. Brayton, we look ahead to the bye week, uh, we got to do our, our weekly Gore watch. Frank Gore. He rolled into week five, ranked fourth all time in NFL history with 15,021 rushing yards. Barry Sanders ranked third all time with 15,269 rushing yards. Gore was 248 yards behind Sanders heading into the week five matchup with the Tennessee Titans. In week five, Gore had 14 rushes for 60 yards. Now heading into the bye week, Frank Gore finds himself 188 yards. He's within striking distance of Barry Sanders for third all time in rushing in National Football League history. Not bad for a guy who's, uh, what, 36 years old right now? <laughs> yeah. Now, looking That's ahead, l- say looking ahead brought to you by 26 Shirts. Right now, as we always say, we always have real bad timing when it comes to the podcast because it always seems <laughs> like a new shirt's coming in or an old shirt's going out. So, as right. we always say, check out 26shirts.com, at 26shirts on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com backslash 26shirts. Um, for the follow them for the latest and greatest. I know that the designs they have a, a, a breaking bad design that just came out. That's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, check that out. Check out all their stuff. And and as always, help out someone in need and also get yourself a pretty dope t shirt in the process. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Twenty six shirts. I'll read. Obviously, he's a contributor to the podcast. Does a great job with uh, with creating these awesome concepts, and then you know having those proceeds go to a great cause. So uh, continue to support Dell 26 shirts and, and support all the good causes that um, those guys out there put together for, uh, for people in need of, of help with whatever it is that they need help with. Now, uh, Brett, I enjoy having you and John on the podcast, but hopefully we can get Dell back on sometime soon and uh, we can get the original, the OG trust the podcast crew back together, but no, no offense to you. I, I enjoy having you on the podcast. Taken. Now looking at the playoffs, Looking at the playoffs here, it's uh, I know we are looking at uh, five weeks in, and uh, people are saying, you know, hey, there's still 12 weeks of football left to be played, and I understand that, but uh, with the Buffalo Bills going to the bye week and also the Buffalo Bills being in a very good position so far, especially with the uh, San Francisco 49ers defeating the Cleveland Browns on Monday Night Football, while that didn't help the Buffalo Bills seeding, uh, it, pushed a t- it pushed Cleveland out, which makes Cleveland the field which makes Buffalo defending against Cleveland and playing Cleveland very important coming up. Now, after five weeks, the Buffalo Bills currently sit in the number one wild card spot or the fifth seed in the AFC. Uh, one to six right now, you've got New England as the one seed, Kansas City as the two seed, Houston as the three seed. With their loss on Monday Night Football, uh, Cleveland falls out of the playoff picture. Baltimore moves into the fourth seed and the first wild card, Buffalo Bills with the fifth seed and then Oakland holding on to the 60 seed right now. Now, Brayton, as mentioned, the last thing we'll talk about here on the podcast today, week six is the Buffalo Bills bye week. Uh, I'm not sure with your with your knee that you're going to have a whole, lot of, a whole lot going on aside from watching football and hockey, but I got to ask you, 
when it comes to a bye week, what are the favorite activities around the the, the Brayton Wilson household uh, when there's no Buffalo Bills football on TV? Well, obviously you can't go wrong with hockey. I mean, the Sabres are playing pretty well to start things off here to, you know, to start the 2019-20 campaign. Uh, I know yesterday's game was kind of a stinker, but they still got a point out of it. Somehow, some way got a point out of it, but you know, there's always good hockey to go around. There's always some good other football action that happens throughout the week. But, you know, just uh, just probably going to take some time to rehab, enjoy some time maybe with some family, and, you know, get ready for the Bills-Dolphins matchup, which I'm sure is uh, expected to be a, a rough and tumble game. But I, I really don't have uh, too many things to worry about against the Dolphins team that has looked absolutely terrible in the first four weeks that they've played. Yeah, and looking ahead, you, you don't want to overlook a team like Miami coming out of the break. I mean, you have that big matchup. Or the Bills have that big matchup with the um, with the Philadelphia Eagles after they play the Dolphins. Uh, but you definitely don't want to you don't want to look ahead. You don't want to have that trap game happen. I mean, for me though, when it comes to the the weekend, um, just your just your basic relaxing. I mean, I'm I am very tired. Uh, excuse me. I, I definitely want to. Excuse me. I definitely want to uh, to take some time to relax. I know my wife works on Saturday, and then on Sunday, I think we're going to do the uh, the yearly tradition of apple picking with her family. So that'll be a lot of fun as well. Uh, getting out of the house, catching some other football games, as you mentioned, some hockey. Uh, I know the Amherst play. F- f- I think Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's uh, one this week. Yep. Yeah, they have three straight games, so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, which is which is fantastic, uh, especially because you know you've got the Sabers playing. I think five and five games in nine days, and then you've got the Amherst, Like I said, three games this weekend. Uh, so hey, a whole lot of hockey going on, a whole lot of football going on. And just because the Bills aren't playing doesn't mean there are going to be other or not going to be other great games on TV. So you know if you get the chance, uh, and you have Red Zone, obviously turn that on and, and watch some watch some fun football, or just check out the CBS and the Fox local games and the Sunday night football game and enjoy it. Absolutely. But with that being said, um, it's my lunchtime here at my workplace and I'm very hungry and I'm getting kind of hangry. So I, uh, I guess with that brain, we can just wrap the podcast up here. Yeah. I don't want to hold you from, uh, getting your lunch in. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. Episode 49, week five, Buffalo Bills versus the Tennessee Titans. Again, I am Ryan Wolf at Wolf BLTD. I would say Buffalo Bills at the Tennessee Titans, not verse because you verse at home at the road. With that being said, though, I'm Ryan Wolf at WolfBLTD. Brayton uh, is at BJ Wilson WGR. And as always, we are Trust the Podcast. And you are not. We will catch you sometime very soon. Thanks again for tuning in. Enjoy the bye week. Go Bills. The preceding presentation has been brought to you by the Gear Network. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Do you like sports, interactive polls, friendly banter from two guys that probably shouldn't even be on the microphone doing this stuff anyways well if you do then you're in luck us two knuckleheads brandon and myself comprise the listen in podcast that's right listen in the podcast we're talking sports we're talking news we're talking topical things we're talking all sorts of things my babies and you are all invited to listen in right here on the gear radio network Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch-ch-ch-ch- 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.